Hello and welcome to the show. Today's topic is, have you lost your identity? And no, I don't mean identity theft as far as criminal uh, and, and that stuff certainly does exist. I'm speaking to moms. People are lost in relationships. You get so tied up in your identity as a career woman or a mom, or even if you're just a stay-at-home mom. And I don't mean to say that as just as. It's it's a matter of what is everyone going through? Have you ever gotten to a point where you actually had some free time to yourself and you said, I don't know what to do? I have. But then you get paralyzing anxiety because you say, oh no, the other shoe is going to drop soon. I must be forgetting something. How does that make you feel? me it feels it feels very very odd and it's crazy because i do love my life i love a lot of things about it but there are times that i go in and i say uh oh i'm letting too much of this identify me as being my kid's mom or i'm so entwined with my business and all i want to do is work or okay i'm the wife to my husband and while all those things are great and they're part of being me that doesn't contain my essence Yes, there are things I like to do with all of them, but what do I like to do on my own? Well, personally, my favorite things to do are ballroom dancing and horseback riding. However, if you have an hour of free time, neither one of them makes the most sense, especially if you're by yourself. So then what do you do? Well, recently my family has gotten into Pokemon trading card game. I know, I know. Some of you are probably like, what? Are you kidding? Like, that's still around? Yeah, I know. Um... But you know what? The whole family has gotten involved, and it's a fun activity to play with my son. However, I I thought about it, and I I do get to take enjoyment out of this without uh, my family being involved with me. It's nice. We get to collect the cards. We get to play a little bit. It very much helps that they have the games online to play. And pretty much any time, day or night, if I have 15, 20 minutes, I can go play something and go do something. I used to love to play chess, but I don't usually have an hour to two hours to sit down for a long chess game with someone, and depends on who's available right at that point in time, and if you have to drive anywhere to go meet someone, if you don't plan it out in our society, it's really hard to do, because everybody is so busy. Now, where does that lead us? Okay, one of the phrases or question I was always asked, and I like to remind myself of this, are you busy just being busy? Or are you busy changing your life? What do I mean by that? If what you are doing right now, where is it going to put you in five years? Are you going to be in the exact same place? Are you going to be, quote unquote, further along in life? That is something to think about. And go back with your identity again. Think about that. How do you identify yourself? What makes you you? What do you enjoy? What are your hobbies? I love to read. Most of my reading happens to be nonfiction work, though, so I do call it under work, but I do enjoy it. I do like to sit and watch the uh, television shows here and there, but I don't want that to be everything. Now, something I have taken on for myself recently is I've rehired a personal trainer. I feel that I need that accountability because I found I will not hold myself accountable. And that can be very tricky. Okay, but there again, go back to your identity. All right, cool. Julie's going to start being healthy now, right? That's what we're thinking. But where does this leave you? What sparks joy in you? What actually makes you happy? You know, you can see a lot of people and think that they have everything. 
and think that they are truly happy. However, when you ask them, are you happier? You say, well, what makes you happy? You'd be surprised more than often than not, they're not happy or they don't know the answer to this question because they've never thought of it. For me, I found that happiness is a state of mind and it's not the material things. It's not the goals. Yes, I want those goals and I want those things to be happier. But if I'm not happy, there's no one out there that can make me happy. I love my husband, but he can't make me happy. And, and, and I find this to be true no matter who your partner is, is that if you can't be happy by yourself and you can't love yourself, then you got to find a way to do that and say, okay, what is going to change here? Maybe do soul searching into why am I not happy if that's the case, you know? And at the very minimum, seek out why you are and when you are. I love being with my kids. They make me happy. I love being with my husband. But there are still some things out there that I need to be happy and to feel like I have my own identity, that I don't lose that, that I can go out and say, okay, I very much love this craft or I love this particular hobby or whatever the case may be. So what do you do for yourself? Do you crochet? Do you knit? Do you play tennis? Do you play golf? And I'm sure that a lot of you have some really awesome hobbies that I've never even heard of, which would be great. Drop me a line and tell us what those things are. And, you know, what what makes you unique? What makes you you? What makes you get out of bed excited every morning to go greet life? And if you're not there, what do you need to get there? What are you missing? Is something really bad going on in your life? I've been through tough times and I'm pretty sure that everybody on this listening to this podcast has as well. And it's tough. I see people do it all the time and I've done it myself where you go and say, okay, well, once I get this goal, I'll be happy. Once I get this car, I'll be happy. Once I get this house, I'll be happy. And it goes on and on and on. And you can't wait till then. Life is too short. You have to decide on that. What is that going to be for you? What does that make you feel? Do you feel lost and alone when you can't think of something to do? Or do you feel pleasantly happy? Have you found your tribe yet? Finding your tribe is critical. For introverted people, I know that you're probably saying, oh, that's so hard. Like, I don't want to go out and meet people. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm extremely extroverted, but I was very, very shy for years. And most people who meet me nowadays don't believe me at all. Which is funny, you can ask my dad or my brother. They're probably some of the few people that remember my shyness back in the day. But okay, so maybe maybe that doesn't mean you focus on quantity of friends. And and I think this is true for everyone. You should focus on quality. You know, do you prefer that one-on-one interaction? Some people I know prefer text. I prefer talking to people in person. If it's quick, I'll do a text message, but I like in person. I think part of that is generational, and I think part of that is just from person to person. Do you enjoy receiving letters from people, like handwritten letters? Depending on how old you are, you may have never received a handwritten letter in your entire life. I've received them, but keeping back and forth on doing that, I could talk a lot faster than I can write. Anyways, you know, these are some ramblings that I'm thinking about today. 
And I had a little bit of free time to myself and I was struggling and saying, well, what do I do? I I don't want to squander this free time, right? So it makes you feel like you need to do something special and you have to make this big deal. But then that puts all this horrible, horrible pressure on you. And suddenly you're back to anxiety that we talked about in the last podcast. Okay, so how do we take that pressure off? How do we say, okay, no, maybe I just want to read a book. Sometimes I actually just take time to organize my clothes in the closet. I plan my stuff I'm going to wear for the week. I plan out my food. Yes, this sounds like work, but it also is very therapeutic for me. And it helps me work on things. Maybe you like gardening. Maybe you like something else. Maybe just getting to listen to the music on the radio and dance around for a little bit because no one is around to say, Mom, when's dinner? Hon, can you find my keys? You know, think of the millions and millions of questions or things that you're responsible for in a daily life and say, okay, I just need this little bit of time. And if you happen to be a new mother, congratulations. I just want to say I totally understand the struggle of being a new mom, wanting to go take time for yourself, but being afraid to take a shower, not having to, and feeling guilt for leaving your baby at any point in time. When my son was born, those first few months, it was hard. I did, I wanted to get my nails done. I wanted to do other things. And even if I had somebody to come help me, I would keep myself from leaving the house because I didn't want to leave him. And sometimes I would decide to stay home, but I'd rest in the other room. I wouldn't go anywhere. And then later I was kicking myself because I'm like, why didn't I do that for myself? Why not? Your child, no matter how young, should at some point see that you are able to take care of yourself. But I'll tell you that mom guilt is so hard. Don't let it weigh you down. We all experience it. We all love our children. But it's okay to go and take some time for yourself too. And again, focus on your identity. And what can you do for you today? How do you define yourself? And if you're not sure what that is, Start on your journey, start working on it, and start thinking about it. What is it you most enjoy? It might surprise you. Thanks for joining me today. I'm Julie Sandom with Thriving with Unrealistic Expectations. See you next time.